With a fresh look through experienced eyes at forgotten matches and unknown classics, this is the Piece of Business Podcast with Glenn and Jeremy. Welcome, fans. We are back again with episode two of Piece of Business Podcast. I am Jeremy at EPL and NFL, and with me, as always, the tower of power, the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, the man, the myth, the legend, at GA WrestleNut, Mr. Glenn Abbott. How you doing, Glenn? Oh, what an intro. Thanks a lot. Yes. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Very warm, but nice. Thanks. <laughs> the only interesting fact about our buddy Glenn here, he's the only man to have both tapped out Dynamite Kid and been knighted by the Queen. Well, one out of two ain't bad. Well, we'll we'll work on the Queen. I think she's probably more of an MMA fan. (laughs) So, today, for Piece of Business, we got a great match for you all to watch along with us. We'll get to that in just a moment. Um, Thank you, though, first of all, to everyone who has downloaded and listened to the first episode of podcast. we have, according to Mr. Glenn, a baker's dozen of downloads and listeners so far. And that's uh, a significant number to those of us in the uh, Bestie Check for the DDT podcast. Uh, and to the best of my knowledge, we've already been downloaded on two continents. So we're getting there, Glenn. We have. And now we're up to five platforms where you can receive the podcast. So. We're doing all right. What what are those uh, platforms? Uh, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts, sorry, uh, iTunes, Podcast, which I'm not sure what that is, and uh, Podcast Nation. Very good. So five different ways to find us. Uh, If you're listening to this now, you've already found us, but uh, help us spread the word if you don't mind. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Piece of Business. Uh, you know, drop us a line, tell us how we're doing, what you think. If there's anything, uh, there's any particular match that you guys would like us to take a look at, uh, Glenn and I will have no problem coming up with matches on our own. But uh, we're open to suggestions. We're pretty laid back and easy going, guys. Uh, Glenn, today in a little while, we're going to watch from 1982. We're going to watch Eddie Gilbert versus Tiger Mask. Yes. Eddie Gilbert, uh, before he was hot stuff. Yeah, he wasn't quite hot stuff at the time. He was making his way, getting started. But uh, I think for those of you that will watch the match with us in a little while, you'll be impressed with the, with the young Mr. Gilbert. Um, 1982. Tell us what you were doing in 1982, Glenn. Uh, a lot of partying and not a lot of sleeping. I was working. So, that, so nothing's changed. <laughs> uh, no, I was working a shoot job during the day and DJing at night most nights. So yeah. it was a bit of a hectic time, the early eighties. Yeah, it doesn't sound like much sleep would have been involved in your life at that point. No, about two or three hours at most. If I got that with the kids as well, it was. Yeah. A... You you were a younger man at that time. Certainly, yeah. making up for it now. <laughs> um, so in 
1982, um, your, your champions of the world in the WWF. Uh, Bob Backlund was your world champion. Pedro Morales was your intercontinental champion. And the Strongbows were your tag team champions. In the NWA, uh, Ric Flair was the world's champion. The tag champions were Sergeant Slaughter and Don Cardotal. And the U.S. champion was Wadley McDaniel. So um, that's kind of where we are in the wrestling world in 1982. Um, but before we get there, let's talk a little bit about wrestling now, uh, or at least in the recent past. Um, last episode, we uh, did a bit called Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow, where Glenn and I just kind of gave you an idea of what's on our mind um, in three different uh, areas. Uh, Glenn, what, what are you thinking about from wrestling's yesterday, whether it's far back yesterday or recent yesterday? Uh, what's on your mind lately? Sad news, actually, this week. Um, one of my favourites from back in the day, Mark Rollerball Rocco, passed away this week. Yeah. Um, tell us, uh, tell us a few. I'll be uh, telling you more about him next week. I'm not giving anything okay. away yet, but I'll be telling more about him next week. That's what the pros call a tease. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah, I, I saw that news on Twitter, and uh, I, I did. Take a look at a little bit of him online. He, he was not very familiar to me, but you could tell that he was he was excellent. He certainly was. He was very good. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna kind of cheat a little bit. And my yesterday is not too far ago. Yesterday, um, WWE Underground. Uh, you know, this happened on the most uh, recent episode of Raw. Um, overall, I like the idea of it. I think it's a great concept. Um, if you're just trying to sell me on the idea that the last hour of Raw is going to be something different than the first couple of hours of Raw, I'm on board. Um, I was a little bit not great with the execution of it. Um, what did you think about WWE Underground? Play? I actually thought it was quite good. WWE meets Fight Club. wanted it to be a little bit less worked yeah um, it, to me it still looked like a worked wwe match it just was in a different setting yeah it could have been um, done with more of a shoot look to it yeah yeah and then you know they, they they pulled out all their same rapid fire camera cuts and that sort of thing and um, i didn't necessarily need shane mcmahon constantly on the microphone and don't know what was happening with the dancing girls. I'm not sure that was needed. That's a that's a very Vince thing, that isn't it? Yeah, oh, we we've got to be we've got to be PC in 2020. Oh, let's get the dancing girls in. <laughs> right. You know, as soon as, as soon as you, know, you can tell, Bruce Richard probably pitched that to Vince, and uh, Vince, of course, would have said, "That's good shit, pal." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, definitely. So that's that's been all my. I, I think the idea of it is good. I'd like to see what happens to it going forward. Um, but the idea, like I said at the beginning, that there's something different for the last hour uh, works for me. Um, what about today, Glenn? What's a, even more recent for you than um, uh, 
Well, I was actually going to go back to that same raw okay, yeah. <laughs> for my today. What a world champion we've got. What a world champion. He's cutting promos like a, <laughs> like a knife, his promos at the moment. Him and Randall talking the people into the into the building if they could possibly do it. That's exactly right. That's the way you're supposed to do it. Talk them into the seats. Get them to buy a ticket. Uh, I agree with you. And I think um, uh, both of those guys are so good on the microphone. And uh, I can't tell you all the matches for SummerSlam, but I've got that one circled in a big, big, big red marker. I'm excited for that match. So am I. It, yeah. it, it's just the way they've built it. We've been both of us have been advocating and banging on about how to make things a bit more real and give people reasons to fight. And suddenly, Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton have come up with reasons to fight each other. They hate each other. <laughs> no better reason to fight. Imagine it works. Yeah, <laughs> it works. It's the way it's supposed to be. I love it. Uh... Uh, for me, uh, I I, re I watched this morning. My today was uh, I watched SmackDown this morning, so I got to see the debut of Retribution. Um, it kind of fell flat for me a little bit. I said this this morning in the best chat. Um, it was different than uh, a debuting Nexus or a debuting Shield because. The retribution and wrestling is still a visual medium and they just looked plain and nondescript and uninteresting. I wish that uh, I, I think a more impactful debut had they come to the ring without their black outfits on so we can see who these people are. Um, you know, when Nexus and the Shield debuted, you could tell they were big, scary looking people and that we should take them seriously. Uh, it's hard to take retribution seriously right now. It actually seems like they're trying to do, uh, redo, um, oh, I've forgotten the name of them, the lot that were around before. Oh, oh well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> It'll come to you as soon as <laughs> I'm an old man, I forget things. <laughs> it's all that party in the 1980s. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> um, what about, what about tomorrow? What's coming up in the wrestling world that's got you excited? SummerSlam. SummerSlam. I'm actually looking forward to it. I wasn't, but as we've discussed, Drew and Randy have made me actually want to watch it and be excited for it. Yeah, it's going to be an outstanding match. I'm uh, very eager for that as well. And I think for me, the, the my tomorrow is, well, I think it's the week after SummerSlam, is the next uh, NXT TakeOver. Uh, Triple X, um, uh, and specifically, I am all in on the Adam Cole, Pat McAfee business. Um, Pat McAfee is a better talker than most of the people on the roster. And if you watch uh, NXT from this week, um, uh, you know you mentioned Drew and Randy. Uh, it certainly appears like they hate each other and they have a reason to fight. It's the same thing with Cole and McAfee. And I'm not going to poo-poo it just because McAfee is not a professional wrestler and he shouldn't be in there with Adam Cole. Hey, McAfee's, if you looked at him, he looks like a professional wrestler. He talks like a professional wrestler. And he's bigger than Adam Cole. Apparently, so, 
Apparently, he's been. Apparently, McAfee's been training for over a year now. Yeah. So he's so, well ready you know, to go. Oh yeah, he's ready. You know, and and uh, if you know, and he's got a guy there that can quarterback the match, and Cole can call it and, and direct the business, and uh, I expect that one to be a good one. I think it's going to defy expectations. People will just get over that. You know, McAfee's not a real professional wrestler. Uh, I think he's going to prove them wrong. I think it's going to be a good match. What's the worst he can be? Mongo McMichael, Mark Two. There you go. <laughs> well, you know, we, 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 Mongo has been a blessing in disguise just because of that uh, Twitter account that uh, shows all of Mongo's greatness. Yeah, he definitely does. That's very. The thing, the thing about Mongo, the thing about Mongo was he was way over with the people back then. Oh yeah, he really was. We all knew he couldn't wrestle. But he was way over because the way he wrestled was how a lot of us that wish we were in the ring, that's what we would look like, kind of stumbling with two left feet and, you know, missing things every once in a while. Uh, You know, he was over at the time. He really was. (laughs) Yeah, there's been quite a few like that, me included. (laughs) You're still over, Glenn. (laughs) Uh, All right, well, let's... uh, Go ahead and get into today's match. Yes. Uh, for anybody that is going to watch along with this, uh, this match is on YouTube. Uh, you can just search Eddie Gilbert versus Tiger Mask, and it should be the first video that comes up. Uh, it's about a 14-minute, 21-second video. Um, so I'll give you guys a second. Hopefully you are queuing that up now to watch along with us. Glenn, do you have it up? Are you ready? I do. I'm ready to go. Okay, I will give the countdown. When I say the word play, everyone, please press play. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one, play. All right, here we are. They're both in the ring as we join them. Uh, Tiger Mask. Tiger Mask had a big 1982. This was... uh, he had his, his matches with your buddy Dynamite in 1982. I uh, know. I watched that as well when I was looking at through this one, and then that came up as the next one. So I had a look at that yeah. the other day. Yeah, he's had, you know, they, they did several matches. I think the ones in Japan are the ones that people tend to talk about more. That's but, right. Uh, uh, that, that MSG match wasn't bad either. It's kind of hard to have a bad Tiger Mask and Dynamite match. Yeah. Tom, when he was in. Tom, when he was in. Yeah, sorry. Tom, when he was okay. in Japan, was somebody totally different from either the WWF or... Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. When, yeah. What year was it when you were uh, when you worked with him? 1990. Oh, okay, okay. Um, they were just... Already... They were just between... Um, they'd left the WWF, um, were, had gone back to Calgary, but were doing... Sort of private bookings as well, and then the big bust up, and um, David Boy went back to the WWF. When uh, when you were visiting with him a little bit, did he ever? Did y'all ever talk about his time in Japan? Did he ever give you any good stories? Um, you didn't talk to Tom. Ah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Davey was the more uh, personable one. Huh? Yes, yeah. Davey, I'd call a friend. Tom was just an acquaintance. Yeah. yeah. 
Here we go. They are locked up. This is a this is a good babyface versus babyface match. Eddie Gilbert at the time was kind of uh, somewhere between enhancement and mid card status with WWF. Um, but uh, he was kind of slowly working his way up the card at this point. And this is the opening match uh, from Philadelphia in November 1982. And look at him go. I love that. It, that, that, so that little segment there with the kip-ups and the arm locks. and yeah, yeah. Catch as catch came. Yeah. My style of British wrestling there. There you go. I was watching it. There's a lot of this that's very... Uh, Tell you how fast Tiger Mask is. He's right. Unbelievable. But a lot of it, I was watching it, it's kind of, it is kind of world sport in a way. Yes. Yeah. We got Tiger Mask here setting him up for some kind of toe hold. It's kind of almost like a standing reverse figure four. And of course, as you might and lean back. fall back on There we go. Ouch. There we go. Uh, this is a, uh, you know, it's in Philadelphia in 1982. I mean, Philadelphia has always been known as the place where they want their blood and guts. They want their big brawlers. They want that kind of hard-hitting, heavy style of action. And this is not what this match is. Um, but it's, it's the opening match on the card that, that night. And the people, if, you, if anybody goes back and watches this with the commentary, uh, the people are into it. I mean, they... Even a Philadelphia crowd who's uh, more rugged and, and wants the blood and guts were respectful of these two guys and their technical ability. Well, when you put on a clinic, as long as you've got decent resting fans, you're always going to get over with them. There you go. It's a good reversal by Gilbert to get out of that. Drop the elbow on the knee, stays on it. And it's a smart move here. You know, Tiger well, Mask is quick. Eddie knows that. Try to ground him, take his legs away. Back to a stalemate. Standing position for both of them. Let's get it again. If he's going to do the ankle lock, though, Eddie, you're going to have to learn it a bit better than that. <laughs> Tiger's not even selling the fact that he had him in an ankle lock. Yeah. Not even a little limp. Yeah, you know, they, they, uh, uh, I wonder what the communication struggle was here. I, I don't know. I mean, they called it in the ring, I'm sure. Um, as best they could. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, Eddie Gilbert does not speak Japanese. I don't know how Tiger Mask Tiger, English is. Tiger Mask English. I'm not sure about this time, but I know a few years later it was very good. So he was probably because okay. he was because he was one of those from the Japanese where they were brought up, basically schooled in wrestling from a young age. They were taught English. Okay. Okay. Love this spot. The double leapfrog. Tiger mask flip over. Look at this. I mean, this was fast and high paced, and Philadelphia wasn't used to seeing this. I mean, WWF at this time, you know, with Bob Backlund and, and Billy Graham and uh, wrestlers like that. You know, this is this is not standard WWF match this, in 1982. No, this still holds up today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Show respect there. Babyface, yep, babyface respect. You know, this is 1982. This is only a few months before Eddie Gilbert's car crash. And that uh, really set him back for a while. And it was after that car crash that he went on. He came back south. 
Mm-hmm. This is good. You know, Tiger Mask is the quicker one. Eddie to tell us the story. Eddie's the slightly stronger one, so it makes sense here that he's going to win this test of strength, or at least that he is winning this test of strength. How will Tiger Mask get out of it? Fancy bit of footwork. Great footwork, being super fast, getting down with the wrist lock. The thing with these two, the thing with these two is, if you notice, there's still a lot of rest holds, but they don't look like rest holds. They actually look like they're hurting. Correct. That's the thing. I, I hate to call them rest holds. It's more of an it's an opportunity to sell. That's right. You know. It's, call them rest holds is sort of a derogatory thing but it's, it's, it's an not opportunity to, to register for the audience and to sell that what's happening is, is having an effect yeah especially if you're calling in the ring you need that sort of contact to just be able to set the next three or four moves ahead Again, Tiger Mask gets up and a roll-up. Victory roll. Oh. Already back up. There you go. Baby face standoff. As you say, that that car crash. He could have been so good. Eddie, he could have been. But there's there's a group of guys that were all about this time coming up, roughly. You had um, Ted DiBiase, he was a little bit before this, but you had DiBiase, you had Gilbert, you had Kurt Henning, even Bret Hart to an extent. They all sort of looked the same. They all sort of worked the same. Um, but you could, there was this, this generation coming in that you knew was going to be good for a long, long time. Oh, great wrestlers, yeah. Yeah. And I love this, the head scissors, and he keeps the hold. As you he say, just do the flying no. head scissors and toss uh, Tiger Mask off. He stays with it and locks it in. And even, even as a work, that is a nasty hold. <laughs> you want to you want to get out of it as quick as possible because you can't breathe. I certainly wouldn't want to. I, w- I certainly want somebody putting me in that and wearing a mask as well. There you go. Always working the legs. Both guys working the legs in this match. As it, well, you say, it, it's logical to do that because yeah. they're both fast f- flyers, really. And Correct. So, yeah. Ground them. You know, if you watch anybody that watches this match with the commentary, Gorilla Monsoon's on commentary, and he's calling it, you know, like it's a, like it's a sporting match, like it's a sporting contest, and you know that's the way it's presented, and that's the way it, it should be looked at. Hi. One guy is trying to beat the other guy. I loved and Gorilla Monsoon. It makes sense to take the legs away. I love Gorilla when he was on commentary. Oh yeah. See, I love this part. Eddie pops up with that fist. Tiger Mask didn't exactly get all of that kick, Mm -hmm. but instead of Eddie selling it like he was shot with a shotgun, 
Yeah. He improvised and popped up and raised up his fist like he was getting mad. So that sort of little nuance to where he was able to still get over Tiger Mask, but without comically selling something that didn't land That's right. all the way. Oh, well, he's seen that enough time. <laughs> Missed by a mile, and then bloke shoots himself over the rope. Right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so instead of doing that, he popped up and improvised, and uh, he, you know, it's been a babyface match, but he threw up that fist like he was ready to go with the punch. And uh, that would have been against the rules, of course. Huh? You can't use a closed fist. <laughs> there are rules, Glenn. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> we got a couple of wrist locks here. That so is going to try to get the advantage. And that's there another problem with today. Another test of strength. Tiger Mask. That should have been a break, but he let him go anyway. Oh. Shoulder block. And he takes that one. Got away from that one. Love it. That was round. Outsmarting him by just taking the, taking the bump and getting out of the way. And no water in the pole. <laughs> Beautiful side uh -huh. suit. Like that. <laughs> Man, if you Pin want him! Pin him! <laughs> yeah, no, right. Stay on him. <laughs> yeah, that move got a huge pop because <laughs> when, you, when you don't try to do too much, when you do something, it makes a difference. That's right. So far, there have just been a couple of body slams and then that suplex. You don't have to do every move you know in the next first five minutes of a match. Make something <laughs> matter. And, Tiger Mask showed a little power. And these guys have stayed in the ring the whole time. There you go. Tombstone Pile Driver. Now, watch the people behind Tiger Mask on this shot. They are excited. They're ready. <laughs> they don't see this all the time. And no, he misses. And he misses. <laughs> and he gets out <laughs> the way. <laughs> I love to see that as well. Because why would you lay there and let somebody land on you from a high? If you've got the chance, get out of the way. Right. <laughs> I just tell you when, you, when you don't try to do too much, when you do something, it makes an impact. They're kind of picking up the pace here a little bit. And one, two, and a count. Again. I love this. Did Eddie Gilbert invent the sling blade? That was a, that was, I've never, I, in 82, I've never seen one. Yeah, because <laughs> it'd never been. But, that's definitely a sling blade. And one, two, and three. There you go. Quick pin, and that's it. That's the ball game. And they're not sure who won. Right. A little bit of mystery here. What happened? The fans aren't sure. The only one that knows is the referee, and he's not selling it at the moment. <laughs> that's it. He's. It's a great, a great opening match for this part. Um, uh, you don't hurt. Uh, you know they're going to give the win Tiger Mask here. You know you don't hurt Eddie Gilbert by taking the loss. Uh, no. Eddie was Eddie was really in charge the last half of the match, um, and 
but due to his inexperience and his youthfulness, he got caught. He got rolled up right at the end. That 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 could have easily been given to Eddie. Yeah, with that same move, because either one of them could have <laughs> they could have sold that either way that the that the shoulders were down. So we're going to see the replay of the finish here again. Suplex back into the ring. Shows how, how strong he was back then as well. The way he held him there, bringing him back over. Yep. That's it. Tiger Mask's right shoulder was just up. <laughs> yeah, he um, just if you look at it closely, again, the referee got the right call. But... That's right. It was the right call. Like I say, great match. Great babyface match. Um Tiger Mask retained his junior heavyweight title over Eddie Gilbert, um, who looked very good in a loss and I think was maybe only about 24 years old at that time. And anybody watching Eddie, if that was their first time seeing him, uh, you knew that the guy had all the potential in the world. And uh, he's, he's a guy that we definitely lost too soon. He was. So... There it is, boys and girls. Uh, there's the second episode of Piece of Business Podcast today. Hope you liked the match. Um, like I mentioned before, if you have anything you'd like to suggest to us, let us know. We got an email address now, uh, Piece of Business Podcast at gmail.com. And so far, no emails yet. Uh, but if you want to be the first person to have their email featured on this wonderful podcast. Give us a call. Give us a shout out. Let us know what you got on mind. You can ask anything on your mind about wrestling today, tomorrow, or yesterday. Any questions you have for me or Glenn? Anything not wrestling related? Uh, let us know. We'd love to answer your questions and uh, interact with you that way as much as we can. It may change the answering of my emails rather than sending them. Okay. Pick up from the IT department. Okay. Right, go. Okay. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Piece of Business Podcast. Um, hope you enjoyed today's match. We'll be back with another one soon. And until then, I am Jeremy at EPL and NFL. He right. is Glenn Abbott at GA WrestleNet. Thanks for listening. Say goodbye, Glenn. Goodbye, all.